Hi, this is Cam Smith, and this is the podcast of Triple R's Eat It, a weekly radio show about food and drink broadcast live on Triple R from Melbourne, Australia every Sunday. Hope you enjoy the podcast and feel free to get in touch with us via the Triple R website. Stephen, uh, I, I can't really play drums, yeah. but I could probably give that a, a go. That groove? That uh, deceptively difficult oh, of to hold a groove. It is. Of course yeah. it is. Of course it is. I, I did hold my own one time, mm-hmm. just doing a four on the floor. Yeah, It was late at night in a studio, but uh, I digress. <laughs> uh, welcome to the afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to 3 Triple RFM. You know that, of course you do. This would be the last Eat It uh, as it appears for this year as a food yes. show, and I'm delighted to be joined for this uh, auspicious occasion by my uh, my brother in arms mm. in uh, the radio waves, Matt Stebbins. Hello, hello, Cameron Smith. Hello, everyone out there. Hello. Gee, it's a it's a spring like day, isn't it? It's warm and it's windy and it's pretty horrible out there. It's weird. It is a bit weird. It's, it's unsettled, weird, man. and maybe thunderstorms later on. Yes. There's, Bring your washing uh, in. Tempests uh, are coming. Yes, and um, yeah, they make your car dirty. This, this sort mm. of the, this sort of uh, this sort of rain. I'm still going to wash off the the thing. But I digress one more time. Stop this digression. <laughs> we're here to talk about food. We mm. are going to do that. In fact, we're going to be talking about booze as well. Yep. On today's show, um, waiting in the wings um, as she attempts to clean her oven oh. with baking soda, which is um, a good old-fashioned way of doing it. Rosalind yes. Grundy, she's cursing me now. How dare you give away my secrets? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, and we'll be talking a little bit. We're doing a part two, I suppose, of the yes. Age Good Food Guide. Spoke to Roz a few weeks ago. We did. Uh, upon the launch of the Age for Good, uh, I can't even say it. Age Good Food Guide. It's back this year. Uh, you can get it if you know where to find it. Which, if you really try, can <laughs> I found one in Cole Supermarket. Did you? Yeah, in the magazine bit. That's the only reason I went into. Cole. I tried I the Shell Station. I couldn't find it there, but uh, Roswell will know. And then there's these things mm-hmm. that once were rivers of gold. A news agent. Yes. A news agent. If you had a news agent back in the day, oh, yeah. you were set up, mate. Overseas holidays. You know what I love about uh, the remaining news agents? They all smell the same as they did in the sort of 80s. and 90s. They haven't changed. The ones that have survived somehow. Yeah. Uh, they've still got fluorescent lighting. They've still got the banks of magazines that no one reads. And hopefully <laughs> uh, in there you'll also find the Age Good Food Guide. Yes. So there you go. So um, Rosalind Grundy, uh, we'll talk about um, some of the places that you might want to go and visit. Also mm-hmm. a little bit of regional Victoria because what a great idea it would be to support our local state restaurateurs yep. during this time that is coming up. Yes. So we're going to be doing that. Um, we're also going to be going to market to have a final chat with John. John's mm-hmm. got momentous news. Oh. Yeah, a relocation. Oh, Woo! that is momentous. Yeah, huge. Right. Huge. And uh, and then we go to our wine scribe. Mm. Who has, well, I've got to just actually say he's embarrassed himself. <laughs> I, said, I said before we came on air, I'm not one for music shaming. It's like, you know, whatever you're into, I've grown out of that. But then you told me 
<laughs> that our friend Duncan. And, and we've got to say, we love Duncan so much. Yes. Like, you know, like a brother, and only because he is like a brother to us that we can just absolutely give him an absolute caning and say that he didn't start the fire, right? <laughs> he didn't go to a concert with an uptown girl. No. Are you getting where we're coming from here? Yeah, we're going to just save the full shame. Him and 70,000 of his closest friends went and saw an ageing man play piano last night. Uh, <laughs> and Tina Arena. Hey, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, but maybe there is. <laughs> anyway, no, we're, once we get through that yeah. and the remaining time that we have to chat with Duncan Buchanan, if you haven't listened to this show before, Duncan is our wine scrub. He's a winemaker of mm. um, makes beautiful wine. Yes. Including Ryan Riesling. And um, uh, we're going to talk to him about some great Christmas libations. And may I also say that mm. um, Christmas doesn't have to be a time where you need to be drinking heaps of alcohol. And there is a great um, non-alcohol brand that's out there called Non. So I just sort of oh, mention yes, that yes, yes. now again, and maybe we'll re-mention that because um, I'm sure there might be some people that contrarians who are listening to the radio that go, you don't have to drink. No, even uh, Dr. Rosemary Stanton mentioned that last week, that she often now will just, just do the sparkling water. And why not? <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> No, it was just as as a lot of Melbourne contemplators go. Ah, yes. Yes, sparkling water with turkey. <laughs> hmm. But drink in moderation, please. Yes, that's it. And um, Otherwise it gets messy it. at Christmas lunch and you start arguing with your auntie and uncle. Ah, and you don't want that. And, uh, and also remember that uh, no matter how bad Christmas lunch gets with your relations, there is still Boxing Day. Yes. So, and Boxing Day is just the great day of escape... The great day of the only time we're in this uh, this this capitalist system, there sloth is encouraged. Yes. I like to say we're doing nothing is okay, mm-hmm. and um, and hopefully you'll have a fridge full of um, whatever food turns you on. You mm-hmm. can you can go to it. Um, I think we shouldn't tarry anymore. We might uh, do some sponsorship announcements. Yes, and uh, we're going to get uh, Ros Grundy. Right on the line so that we can have a, a good old chat with her. Thank you. 12.10 here on 3 FM on a windy old Sunday, mm. um, a couple of weeks before Christmas, and it's my delight to say, Roz, how you going? I am doing well. Have you, you. Uh, put any more elbow grease into that oven? <laughs> Well, I've put on the uh, baking soda paste and I'm leaving it sit for a while. Gee, I live the most glamorous <laughs> life, don't I? And and I love the thing. It's just, you know, and also praying for a wee bit of hope that it'll actually take it off. <laughs> I know. Oh, no, it was well, going to be a, a big day of um, finally baking. getting around to baking my two Christmas cakes instead of, you know, I, I was meant to do it a couple of weeks ago had too many things like the Good Food Guide to yeah. launch. Yes. And so I didn't get around to doing it. Now I'm doing it. And then I opened the oven and I thought, oh, you know Error. what? I Error. cannot put two lovely cakes into that oven. So Yes, they, they will become bespoiled <laughs> if, uh, if the bee is uh, appropriate in that context. Um, 
We need to talk uh, a little bit because last time that um, you came on, we we always have such a great time having a chat and we're just getting into it. We found out who had gone up and who had come down. It was sort of like uh, the the Oscars moment, but there's so much left unsaid, wasn't there, last time? I know, and I feel I feel like we did not get a chance to really acknowledge mm. the momentous shift that's happened in regional Victoria. Um, well, over the last few years, but really came to a head this year, I think. And what are those uh, the harbingers of uh, of that uh, personification? Oh gosh, that's a sentence to contemplate. I know. Do, do I? Do, do you mean what evidence do I have to say that the regional yeah. dining's yeah. pretty good? Yeah. What, what do you? What's uh, what? What rocks? Well, what rocks? Just to bring well, it down. Is <laughs> um, we I think quite a good number of the awards this year, yeah. even if they were um, open to anyone in Victoria, went to regional people. So I'm thinking of oh. things like um, the Service Excellence Award that went to Bronwyn Cabourd at Dufermier in Trentham. She's an amazing service person wow. who um, runs the floor out at Dufermier, Annie Smithers Restaurant, but she used to be on the floor at the restaurant she co-owned with her husband, Rob, at Maricote yes. in um, Westgarth, and they moved to Central Vic, and she's found what she describes as her unicorn job um, running the floor at Defermia. Actually, that'd be with... a pretty bloody good, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, because they don't – they open for lunch, and yeah. I think it might be three days a week. Anyway, it's quite yeah. a small number of – And, it's and like you have to book six covers? weeks ahead. I know, a Not very many. small thing. I know. I mean, manageable. But so manageable. Oh, yeah. Manageable. I can and you can have doing a something life. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you, so. and you only got to be charming for half the week, and then you can just sort of, you know, go into your normal stuff. I could do that. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. she, she well, is charming her. and fun yes. and knowledgeable, and she won our service excellence award. And this totally, year. And, totally charming. Yeah. And I think she, almost more than anyone else, she got huge applause from the crowd um, hmm. on the night, which to me suggests that she. Uh knows a lot of people in hospitality and is respected and loved by a lot of people in hospitality. So that was gorgeous. Yes. And the wine list of the year this year went to 10 Minutes by Tractor down in um, Main Ridge. And I don't know if you've ever been there. but I have. It, the wine list there is really phenomenal. It's the size of, well, young people might not appreciate what I'm going to say here, but it's the size of... A phone book. They used to be these big books that had all the phone numbers that, of all the people. Yeah, that means them. that means a lot. It means a big <laughs> quantity. Yes, that could. Yeah. And haven't we come a long way? When, when you think about around there, um, help me if I'm getting this wrong. Catherine Quigley at um, uh, Quigley, I think. Quigley, yes, yes. Uh, at um, to Gallant, who was uh, yes. one of the very, very first to uh, offer hospitality along there, and. My God, there are so many amazing places like, you know, there, this Mont- really Montalto. They, How did that go? What did Montalto yeah, get? Yeah, Montalto. Um, I think it got a hat this year. Should, yeah, um, under the stewardship of Wilco. That's right, um, Matt Wilkinson. Um, and who else? Sorrento Ooh, Hotel, else? did There's that rate? Just, uh, sorry, which one? The Sorrento Hotel, because there had been yes, so much money poured that. was another of our that. awards. Yeah. The Young Chef of the Year this year was... Um, uh, Nicholas 
I'm going to say his name correctly, Deligianus, I think you say his that name That sounds pretty is. good. He's at Audrey's, um, which is like the top-end restaurant at um, the Continental. Meaning you have to bring a wheelbarrow next to you and fill it full of cash, or, <laughs> or before that, fill up your phone with cash because it ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. It I haven't cheap. had the pleasure of eating there yet, Never but I. I fully intend to. And I think, I mean, that's another whole um, topic, but... I think that all of those regional restaurants this year are going to be completely slammed because yeah. people I mean, can't yeah. go to, sadly, the areas that have been flooded that they might have once gone to to visit this year. Yes, yes. So now I think they'll be um, going coastal. And um, and there are wonderful things along the coast. One that um, I can say I have been to that uh, um, impresses me greatly, and it's a beautiful Collision of cultures, but it just seems to work, and it almost seems that you're in a in in a bit of a movie, and that's little picket because uh, Joe Barrett and Lou have taken over uh, the kitchens at the Lawn Bowling Club. So you've got the people from the old bowlers, um, you know, who represent a certain age and vintage, uh, interfacing with. Uh, one of the most innovative, uh, dynamic chefs in Victoria, I reckon, with Joe Barrett. And um, it's a great space. Yeah, it sounds like someone should make a movie on something like that. Oh, wait, they already oh, have. Oh, wait, yes, they have. It's not, and, and luckily the, the, uh, the Lawn Bowling Club isn't facing development. So that's, yeah. uh, that's one thing we can, we can all get some sleep, Ros. Uh, where else shall we go in regional Victoria? Well, it... it uh... It's going to open – well, it opened too late for um, the Good Food Guide this year, but the Lawn Hotel is also under redevelopment. No way. Um, so really? So it's been taken over by um, the Maryvale team out of Sydney. Oh, okay. And it's going to have a Sorry, that... <clears throat> in the in the restaurant there. It's going so to have what? That's, that'll be something for people to look forward to. It's, What's it going to have in the in the restaurant? Oh, it's a restaurant called Mimi's, M-I-M-I, yes. Mimi. And it'll be... What's Mimi? It's going to be a great restaurant. Yeah, it's going to be a great restaurant. I lived, I in, you know, I lived in the, the car park in the back of that hotel many oh. years ago. Lived in a tent while, oh, while okay. working uh, at the... Uh, it was called... You'll love this, Ros, and you can see how times have changed. The Chances Are Wine Bar. Oh, chances are wine bar. Yeah, you got it. Special. You got it. And I remember there used to be a disco downstairs, which <laughs> used to be known as Blood Alley. So I'll oh, uh, give you an idea of the clientele that used to frequent the uh, Lawn Hotel. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry, but I digress. Um, and um, what about, um, are you looking forward to eating around town? Any places that you've been hearing or places you want to return to? Uh, look, uh, one of the places that I ate ate at recently <clears throat> was a new wine bar called Clover in Swan Street in oh, Richmond. Yes, yes. And um, it, the chef there, Charlie Snadden Wilson, previously cooked at Embla. He's been cooking at the Moon in um, in the back streets of Collingwood. That's a good place. Out of the most tiny, that. tiny little galley kitchen, mm. improvising whatever he can on very rudimentary implements because it was meant to be just a wine bar yeah. with a few snacks and then he kind of pushed its limits and so they've set up this whole other restaurant in um, in Swan Street in, yes. in Richmond kind of to 
showcase what he does, which is cooking over fire. With a proper Um, kitchen, with a proper fire pit. With a fire. And other than that, other than the fire and the food, it's quite a, you know, um, it doesn't look like anything special. It's not, they haven't, you know, spent a a million bucks on the fit out, but it's comfortable and nice. But the food is so delicious. I went with a group of food writers and in our in typical fashion we ordered everything on the menu it's a small menu but well yes. considered and we ate everything and oh my gosh everything was really delicious so this is when you went all buddhist with your your mates yeah that's it make me one with everything yeah it was fun it was good it, so i'd really recommend clover if you like okay. that sort of modern big flavored um uh, dishes that I've go seen well the fire. with wine, and also yeah. I'd imagine uh, they they're still doing the uh, uh, charred broccoli sort of stuff. Actually, that sort of thing, yes, yeah. yes, but kind of a little more elevated than just grill the heck out of it and and um, put it with a sauce. Throw sauce There's on a bit, top. He, he's he's a really very talented. So, chef, so. he's gone the next level. So it's yeah, just you refine. Oh, wow, that sounds really really interesting. So Swan Street destination to uh, to go to. And uh, any other laudable um, places that you, you might want to think of? Look, uh, not any new places, but mm. I – well, not u- uber, uber new, but um, the restaurant that won our new restaurant of the year, um, oh, yeah, Sarai, was uh, – I found the food there tremendous and I, that's another one I would look forward to visiting again if I can get a booking. I'm told that it can be quite some time can take quite some time to get a booking. What What are you talking about, Ros? Don't you, you don't just go, don't you know who I am? <laughs> really? No. no. How embarrassing. No, I don't. No, no, you're too too great a human being to do that sort of thing, and I mean that very, very sincerely. What oh, is? Um, can I tell you one more? One more that I, yeah. would, I may have mentioned it last time, but it's kind of almost permanently top of my mind, and that's Hero. I I had a bizarre situation recently where I was invited to eat there um, at lunchtime, but before I had been invited and accepted that invitation, I had recommended to friends that we go there before going to the theatre mm-hmm. that evening. So I ate there twice in one day. Oh, awesome. And, and Hero in Fed Square where um, Karen Martini and Philippa Sibley cook, um, are, are cooking. And, oh, gosh, the food there. Did just, you have the Greek bagel? I didn't this time, no. I, love I had that. some other dishes. Yeah, they, every, everything everything there, is amazing. Every dish you yeah. order is just banging. Just, I, they, they just are so, so good. And yeah, I, would, I love I that place. Concur, agree with you that everything that comes out of that kitchen is super awesome. And there is a little sniff of value for money in there, I reckon. Yeah. Like, it's I think not it's, stupid expensive. It's not. I mean, Matt's sort of nodding his head. Yeah, you agree? Yeah. yeah. And, and I also think that it's very well located and the menu is very well constructed so that you can have just a bite and then yes. move on before going to the theatre or something else in that sort of arts precinct. Or you can stay there and um, order a few more things, share some dishes and really make yourself comfortable. So I think, I think that's um, – and it just – to me, it just doesn't get the credit it really deserves. 
And I'm actually thinking about that space in um, – some might say that it's a little bit industrial and a little bit oh, reflective. I think it is a that. little austere, yeah. yes. Okay, but hear me out. I reckon in February when it's blazing, blazing, blazing hot, I reckon it would be a really, really cool little beautiful cave to find yourself in and eat and enjoy stuff. Yeah, no, that's as long as the air conditioner is working, of course. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's great. And uh, in the in the couple minutes that we have left, Rosalind, uh, what are your plans for Christmas? And what does a Christmas lunch or dinner look for you? Oh, this year like? um, I am having my sister and her family over for dinner mm-hmm. or for lunch rather, mm-hmm. and also my kids and their partners. I hope. Do you go traditional? Uh, no, not entirely traditional, but we do have a beautiful ham this year from Andrews, am I allowed to say? Andrews yes. Choice over in Yarraville, they do a beautiful ham and it's already, even though it's in its packaging, I can smell that it's nice and smoky smelling. And and um, I'm doing a trifle that we've got the recipe coming up in Good Food this coming mm-hmm. Um Coming Tuesday, a trifle that has uh, you make a peach jelly and then you layer it with a panna cotta and then make some little um, meringues. And there's a bit of um, frozen raspberries, not frozen raspberries, freeze dried raspberries in there and some raspberries. Anyway, it looks pretty amazing. I'm going to make that. What booze you put in there? Always, always have to have the sparkling red. It's the one time of year that I reckon you cannot get a. Get yeah. better than that with the ham. I just love it. And oh. I don't know why I don't have it any other time during the year, but I Be- really love it on the can Christmas I, table. Can I actually put forward an opinion? Yeah. Because it's falling down water. Because <laughs> it's it's so strong and it's so delicious and before you know it, um, you can't feel your legs anymore. Yeah, that's I right. I love and also- sparkling shiraz. What a great oh, Aussie thing to be drinking. Yep. I know. And also not all, not everyone around the table likes it, so you do tend to get hey. seconds, and that makes it even more dangerous. Oh, wow. Well, we'll be thinking of you for that. And uh, uh, is Boxing Day one of the most uh, looked forward to days of your calendar? <laughs> well, it also happens to be my birthday. Oh! So my birthday is usually... That's right. Oh, really can't be bothered celebrating anymore. You yeah. get leftovers for your birthday. No uh, one can be bothered making a cake. I mean, it's uh, fine. If I, if if no one acknowledges my birthday, does that mean it didn't happen? Happen, yes. And I'm not a year older because I'm happy oh, with that. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I'd like to go along with that. But, uh, Roslyn, can I say what a delight it is to chat with you. May you eat and drink superbly well over the uh, Christmas and New Year's and before too long. It'll be 2023, and um, and we'll be looking at you to help us guide uh, guide us into good choices for oh, good food. Thanks, thanks Cam and Matt. And I heard you say just before I came on air that you were having some difficulty finding the good food guide. Yes, well, oh, thank you, thank so you. Can, well do done. you mind if I just mention it should be available in newsagents? Yes, remember and those. in supermarkets, as you yes, said, in Coles. the magazine ranks. Yeah, not shell stations though this I, year. You didn't do the not deal. In shell stations, but I would say newsagents, um, supermarkets, or you can get it via um, the Age um, 
online. You can have it delivered to you. It can be sent out by yep. uh, carrier bin chickens. It's, it's a, it's a um, I, kind delivery of an A4. I, my delivery IBIS is here. Yes. Instead of looking for a book this year, though, it's you, you're looking out for a magazine and it's got a pink cover and it's nine ninety five. It's not a book this year. It's a magazine in A4 format. So oh, my God. Yeah. That really? might be why you're having trouble finding it. It is. I was looking at the wrong size. So, uh, <laughs> But it will fit in a Christmas stocking quite nicely. It will. If you Tuck roll one it in the Christmas stocking. Yeah, sounds great. Roz, big hug from uh, okay. us here in uh, beautiful downtown East Brunswick. Good <laughs> luck with your Christmas. All right. Cooking. Have a lovely Christmas and holiday, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Roz Grundy. Yes, being a very good sport. I prefer the magazine format. There, I've said it. Nailing my colours to the mast. It's easier to whack on the coffee table. But, but I know. But Matt, look. But Matt, how will it fit in the glove box of the car, uh, yes. which it was born to do? Yes, it was back in the day. Anyway, but things move on. Things change. Yes. You've got to embrace these things, Matt. Yes. We have to. Uh, some music, Cameron. I'm embracing the music. Sure. Mm, this sounds good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is your choice, isn't it? Yeah. Who's this? It's uh, Spoon. Spoon. From earlier this year. Right. Well, John, can't believe it. 2022, we, we watch it sort of slowly tail off, and here we are in the last quick sort of, not dying gasp, but where everybody sort of runs towards Christmas. Definitely. The few minutes to go, not long, mate. Mm. Yep. Um, now, Christmas this year is on uh, the Saturday, and I thought the first thing we should probably Sunday. clear up is uh, Saturday. I think it's Saturday. Sunday. Sunday, is it? I think so. Oh, OK. Anyway, what's the weekend? Anyway, whatever. When's the market going to be open, and what, what are you doing? And uh, I heard uh, word on the street is you're going to take a little bit of time off. Oh, definitely. Um, we, we may do the Tuesday before Christmas, which we don't normally do, mm. and we'll be trading Wednesday, Thursday, Friday... Saturday, yep. and I'm telling my customers that uh, if you come in after Friday, uh, you get whatever's left on a market floor. <laughs> okay. Everyone will be organised. We're right. not catering because yeah. um, normally between Christmas and year, I don't trade. I normally take the last week off and the first week off of the new year. Yep. Unfortunately, we're moving across the road to Seashed because of renovations. Really? Uh, yes, and they're saying that we'll be over there on the 12th of January. So I may extend that and take an extra week to make sure that we set up the stall as it is here so that nothing will change, just that you've got to cross the road. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow, that, where's Seashed again? That's just across just there. across the road. There'll be plenty of signs, plenty of walkways, yeah. and they're going to redevelop the loading bay behind our stall, yeah. and they're going to put water tanks under Queen Street yes. and another building towards uh, Victoria Street, and they're saying three years, which is crazy. Um, three years. Three years. I've been telling them they build skyscrapers in a year, and three years. Take three years to do all this stuff. So you know, well, it's not like they're building a pyramid or anything, is well, it? Oh, that's right. It's they're, they're digging four floors down. Um, Whoa. Yeah, and they're oh, okay. two floors above. So you know, they're not building the Taj Mahal. Yeah, I, but it's, it is significant. But gee, that's a long time. And I suppose if we go to the Queen Victoria website, we'd probably be able to see the. The plans for that? I'm sure of it. And if you've got um, uh, any friends in Town Hall uh, or do you feel like writing in, please write in and complain. What, to say, can you do it quicker? Definitely do it quicker. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm just Dor- you know, you, Dorothy Dixon there for yeah, you, John. Yeah, so, you know, you, you don't want to... Um, 
be running around tunnels trying to get to the other side of the road like the chicken did and, um, you know, maybe not make it. <laughs> maybe maybe not get to the other side. Well, it'll be interesting seeing England Seashed uh, next year. Uh, in the meantime, uh, here it is, uh, last market report. Um, there seems to be a, an abundance of everything. Uh, the floods to the north haven't seemed to have affected us terribly, although it's affected the people and we must acknowledge that, yeah? Definitely. Definitely. Um, what's been going on in this uh, in this final week? Well, it's funny you should say that in those words too because uh, there have been a lot of people from New South Wales um, on holidays in Melbourne and come through and mm. I normally can spot them and um, they stop and we have a bit of a chat and they say, well, you know, you guys are very, very lucky. You've got everything here. There's an abundance. Yes. And we keep hearing on the news the supermarkets saying this is going to be short, that's going to be short, this is going up. And they look at our prices and, and they just can't believe it. Um, but we've been very, very lucky. Uh, a, a lot of the pr- wow. prices are fairly stable. Yeah. Um, capsicums, well, it's been a couple of years now that they've been about $10 at Christmas, so that's not too bad. Yeah. Um, peas and beans is an abundance. As you showed me before, they've got machine picked over the road there for $5. Yes. Buy them today, use them today, throw them out tomorrow. Um, our hand picked at $12 a kilo. If you have to, buy half a kilo. That'll go far. That's enough mm. for five to six people. Mm. Um, we had beautiful peas from um, uh, Werribee. Uh, we had beautiful peas from Leongatha. Uh, very sweet. You tried the one from Werribee. That was a little bit bigger pea, but very nice. Uh, we had a good yield out of them, 400 grams out of the kilo. So we had a feast last night. Yep. Uh, there's an abundance of tomatoes as usual. I think I counted about 15 varieties yesterday and everybody's been buying a bit of this and a bit of that and making the best panzanella or, or even a salad with all the colours, black, oh, yeah. yellow, red, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah collie's probably the only thing that really suffered when we... Um, got the collies out of the box. Joseph nearly fell over because... What was um, that? Well, there were very few white cauliflowers. Oh, they gone yellow? They got frazzled. If they were just yellow, it was OK. They were brown and purple. And, oh! Well, they didn't like the heat last Sunday. They got frazzled. Okay. And, like they've been bruised by the sun. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And, and the broccoli's not much better. While you're looking at it, it's changing colour. Mm. It's still heavy and firm. You know, we like to see bright green broccoli. Absolutely. And it doesn't happen. Yeah. But I'm sure you can fix that with a bit of lemon juice or something. Yeah. Um, and we're still lucky. We've got asparagus from Kuirup and we've got some from Mildura. The Kuirup will probably stop this week and then we'll start in January, late January, with Mildura asparagus. Um, yeah. Hopefully there won't be any imported rubbish in the market floor. What about cherries? Have you had any cherries this no, year? No, I'm, I'm rather disappointed. Because I reckon that's got to be something that's been affected by supply anyway. Yeah. Because like we've got all that area around Young yeah, uh, in New South Wales. And which... even even Sylvan, if there are any trees left there, I believe a lot of them have been pulled out. Yeah. Um, which are the foothills in Victoria. Um, you know, th- there's a lot of stuff that doesn't look very red, and some have got cracks in them, some are falling off the stem really easy. Mm, you know, well, I'm seeing $20 a kilo over there, and even from this distance, I can say they're probably medium size and maybe they're not premium for no, 20 definitely Would you agree not. with me? I, ha- I haven't seen 
or heard any of the boys talking about premium cherries yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they've put them away in the in the refrigerator, mm. but on the market floor they're very ordinary. Still good enough to have a feed. Don't get us wrong. Mm. Go out there, buy a few, buy a handful, buy a kilo, and yeah. stew them up and have them with your the ice cream like we do sometimes. Oh, you know something? I've just the Americans do so well, and it's something I've been oh, saying I'm going to do for ages. Is a deep dish cherry pie. Oh, oh. when oh. I went when I went to the states, that's what we ate. Oh, Lord. that and pecan pie. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, we can we can dream about that. Maybe yeah. at the end of uh, uh, the season, we might be able to get some some cheap ones. Get the cherry pipper out and um, and do that. Cherry pie is one of the the most beautiful things. Um, before I go to the pick of the market, um, I'm sure there's a lot of people because we've been talking to you for years. They know you well. They know the family. What's the Christmas going to look like this year and what are you looking forward to? Uh, we'll start with our first antipasto. We'll have all our sausages and bacon and mm. capacolo. Um, Meat that, salad. and Yeah, that we make. <laughs> right. And we'll have um, cucumbers that we've pickled and olives. Um, and then we'll move on. We'll have, I think we'll have ravioli done with a ragu. Ravioli? Um, yes, ravioli. Right. Um, with a meat ragu, beef, and maybe a little bit of pork. Yeah, uh, and, and stop, let, me, let, let me stop you now. And then you all say, and now we eat. Oh, no, that's a big plate, but Is yes, we it? still eat. Yeah, oh, come yeah, on. Joking, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. So, <laughs> I, I'm doing uh, roast pork to porchetta. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> do uh, prawn sweet and hot with a hot chilli in it. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, garlic. Garlic prawns, mm. and um, there'll be roast pork, roast beef, probably roast chicken. Um, and mind you, there'll be cheeses and that on the table as well. Uh, roast potatoes, roast pumpkin. There'll be peas. There'll be beans. Um, yeah, and there's a few other things that I've forgotten. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and then there'll be salads, tomato salad, green salad. Plenty of radicchio in a salad. And then dessert. And, and then, yeah, we'll have coffee. Then we'll have dessert and coffee mm. about an hour later. Mum mm. will probably make either a um, uh, vanilla slice. Yes. Um, I'm sure someone will make a zuppa inglese trifle. Yes. Um, maybe And, and zuppa inglese is another word for custard, isn't it? Super yeah. the English. Yeah, I yeah, love that's that right, term. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it sounds better than super English. Yeah, no, I know. Trifle. Yeah. <laughs> but they make a beautiful trifle. My aunt's 96. Yes. And she'll put half a flag and a sherry in it. Woo! So <laughs> yeah. watch out. Good good Catholics, mate. Yeah. Uh, and then they'll make chockey balls and yeah. you name it. Whatever and comes out. Any, any panettone there? Is oh, it? yeah, always panettone. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, they'll bring the panettone out. There might even be a tiramisu. Whoa, um, okay. And then, you know, you, you'll roll around the house for a couple of hours. I'm not eating anymore. And 6 o'clock, everyone say, okay. we're dinner. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, it's, and, then, uh, and then we'll have a few drinks in between as yeah. well. And no doubt there'll be lots of leftovers for Boxing Day, which yeah, uh, yeah, we do is the day where... Day. A lot of people really, really look forward to. Yeah. All right, here we go, John. For the last time this year, tell us, for the end of 2022, 
your pick of the market. The pick of my market's going to be your show and tell. Yeah. You brought these beautiful onions. Yep. They're, um, they're like they're, a red onion, but a red salad onion. Yeah, yeah, they're a magenta colour. These came out of Bendigo. Mm. I've got beautiful white ones out there, flat and round. But these red ones are really pretty because when you make the nice slices into the salad, it breaks the colour, brings yeah. the flavour out. Yeah. The vinegar on the onion makes them sweeter again. Um, and also to go into the salad, we've got two different type of bullhorns that you brought out. One is um, like a large banana but straight, chocolate mm. colour. A yeah. lot of people intrigued. Some of them even think that they're eggplant. Very and glossy. Very, very glossy. These came out of Kilo. And I've got a long, thin red one here that you brought. This is very sweet. Thick walls, all sugar, beautiful in a salad. Nice to a grill or barbecue. Mm. Uh, yeah, we'll have grilled peppers for Christmas too. That's and stuffed peppers too. Mum said. Yum. So yeah, um, you name it, we got it all. Uh, beautiful beans, beautiful peas that we talked about. Yeah. Beautiful asparagus. Get in there and have them while they're still not affected by the heat. Yeah. A myriad of tomatoes. Beautiful black cherry truss as well, which we don't normally have. Can I and do I'm, one? Yeah, please. I, I was just going to do one. Looking across there, uh, you got normal bananas, which look great, three dollars. Um, but the plumpest looking sugar bananas next to it. They are A grade. A grade, yes. Agreed. And the other day he had some organic bananas, you know, the ones dipped in the, the ranks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're very, very cheap. And, and now's the time to have a, a, a nice feed of bananas or yeah. bananas and custard or a banana cake. Um, and, and maybe even after Boxing Day when you're so stuffed, maybe you can just have a banana smoothie and you can just calm down a little bit Yeah, I, I think so. And, you know, you can even throw a bit of uh, yoghurt in to mm. reset the stomach lining as well. And nutmeg. And nutmeg, yeah. Yep. Uh, and, again, all the fruits there. There's so many apples and so many pears. And mm. there's still a little bit of citrus, not many mandarins, but plenty of oranges and grapefruit. Again, we're so spoiled. Like I said, the New South Wales people couldn't believe how much stuff we've got. God, so um, we, we, the, the real take-home from this is um, we appreciate the, the adversity that they're going through. I have to start it with that. But we, in some ways, have been insulated from um, the devastation that's been happening. Of course, and I keep saying to the customers, this is a lucky country, but it's a lucky state. Wow, because yeah. We get the tomatoes from Murray Bridge. Uh, if you go over there, you don't find very many nice tomatoes in the Adelaide market. You get a lot of trust. Yeah. You don't get the myriad of um, varieties that we have. All right. Um, a lot of the greens have to come from here, like cauliflowers and that, get shipped north. Mm. Uh, lettuce is about the same. So, you know, we've got it all. We, we really are blessed. John, Merry Christmas, mate. Thank it's you. been an absolute... Oh, it's always a pleasure to course, catch up with you when I can bring the sunshine, I yeah. do. And uh, and also, I need to thank you for uh, the, the cups of coffee that I occasionally get from if my timing is right here. On behalf of the listeners, John, thank you so much for the effort you put into Marker Report and making yourself available. It's no effort. It's always a pleasure. Mm. As you know, we enjoy our food. We enjoy talking about it. Yeah. And we deal with beautiful people, so why not? Thanks, John. Merry Christmas, everyone. Clever Ned. Yeah. Hey? Yeah. The squawking duck of the keyboard family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Duncan Buchanan. 
It's one, or ten to one on a Sunday. Damn it, Matt, they phone in. Hey, we <laughs> didn't start your, pu- your funeral pyre. Oh, man, I heard the intro to the show. And before we go any further, hello, Matt. Hello, Cam. Hello. 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 Is, is, is everyone well? Yes, I don't know. Are we good? Um, so who is better? Was it Billy Joel or Tina Arena? <laughs> All right, now we go. We'll go back two steps. <laughs> yeah, okay. maybe three. Okay. Okay. Come this on. is not. This is not a concert I paid for. Nor this is I the justify. I love this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I didn't. But, I didn't spend any money on this. No, I didn't. I spent ten bucks on parking. <laughs> when your wife rings you and says, "Do you want to go and see Billy Joel in the Nova FM corporate box hosted by Cameron Daddo?" You're like, "What are you supposed to do?" I said, oh, "Look, that that sentence got better with every word you spoke." You well, cannot. And- and especially when your wife said, I will be the designated driver. So you said, yes. I will I'll drink be- heavily in the corner <laughs> yes. while doing social media. Exactly. Don't you worry about it, love. Don't you I worry about it. I will make sure we get our money's worth out of it. Don't you worry. All- yeah. In all, I hadn't been to a stadium. I couldn't remember the last stadium gig that I'd been to. And, yes. uh, Oh, look, I'll, I will fall on my sword with this one. I was blown away. Billy Joel was hilarious. He, you know, he can play a piano. He has quite a few nice songs, and it was it was just a good show, especially for free. Yeah, with a, you know, with a half a dozen beers under your belt that you don't pay for. And yeah, did he sing Piano Man? What do you reckon? Of course, okay, he did. of course he did. Of course he did. It's like, did Sammy <laughs> Davis Jr. sing Mr. Bojangles? Of course he did. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it was was an interesting one. All right. Anyway, okay, let's get off that because we haven't got much time and we really and do need to talk about, uh, talk about wine. First of yep. all, um, I might talk just so that we cover off the base. What if um, you don't want to drink alcohol for Christmas Day? What's uh, what's Tell me. What do you, what do you reckon? Yeah. A lot of uh, like there are a lot of options. There's, there are a lot of zero and low alcohol wines around. There are zero yeah. and low alcohol beers. We've had this discussion which, once before. Which are actually starting to taste pretty good. They are. Yeah, yeah. The, the, issue, the issue that I have, I reckon, with wine is we've said this a million times, Cam and Matt. We have one ingredient, and that's grapes. Right. So, or grape grapes. juice that we ferment. So, once yeah. you take out this, you know, five sort of main, uh, main sort of flavour and um, sensory aspects to yes. them, yes. alcohol is one of them. Yes. You know, so if you've got a very rich, ripe uh, Shiraz, you might need to have a fair bit of alcohol to balance the whole thing out. If you've got a, yeah. a fairly linear, steely looking Riesling, Ooh, love, uh, those. Love, yeah, those. Riesling. love those. Love those. You you will have um, <laughs> alcohol to balance that out, but it'll be much lower alcohol. So the alcohol is a definite component of wine. Yep. So once you once you take that out, it can imbalance things and well create an imbalance. So what a lot of uh, low and zero alcohol wine producers will do is beef it up on, on sugar. Oh, yeah. So it's nothing to have thirty grams of sugar in a low alcohol wine, and that's yeah. from it's, and they just, they just end up sweet. You know, my mum doesn't drink, but she likes to have some zero alcohol wine in the fridge so we can have a tipple together and a pop over to her mm. place. Mm. And they they just they taste a bit like grape juice. So that's why I like you know, mus- um, I, that's one reason I really like a moscato um, when yep. it's super super cold. It's another reason why I really really enjoy um, every now and then, as well as Australian rieslings, just to now. I'm Colour to the mast, but yeah. uh, those German reasons where you get that um, that whole fruit um, and sugar balance, which is so delicious. Oh, exactly right. When they and get that right, oh my god, like a cabinet. It's still a bit dry, yeah. but so much fruit forward. It's just a joy to drink. 
Exactly, and listeners, you did hear that, hear that right. Cam mm-hmm. Smith said out loud there that yeah. he likes Riesling. Love, but, um, look, look, I love Riesling, but don't, don't <laughs> worry. Come, come February, I'll be giving you shit about it again. So you know, I, just, I would, I would just so you know, I'll, if you weren't, yes, do you, we have to because it's uh, it's a running gag that's uh, only been going for about fifteen years on this show. So we may as well keep it going. Do not do not give that. If I know you're cranky at me, if you ever stop mm. making that joke, but mm. the, but just to stick in that no alcohol thing, there's a lot of you know what the you know in the you know zero alcohol cocktails, or uh, so you know you can get some very interesting and spicy drinks yep. that match up with a bunch of different foods. Mm. With some good sparkling and flavors that go in with those. So there's there are a stack of options, but you can um. I mean, it's not. I mean, obviously, Christmas Day is not about sitting and getting, you know, rat ass at the table. It's about matching the food that you've got with some interesting booze if you can. Yes, you know? yes, yes. And that's the, the. I think that we spoke about this earlier in the week, Cam. That I look at our Christmas table and I go, cool, this is how we can make it work. You can have fizzy, mm. but okay, as far as your wines go, yep. fizzy, white, pink, yes. red, fortified. And Sparkling Shiraz. Oh yeah, can do that'd be. That'd right, be we were talking. Yeah. We were talking with Roz about that. It was sort of like a, a great way to. Um, you, you just got to be so careful because you could the, really self sabotage yourself and just yeah. not make it to you know Roz's great trifle that she was talking about. Yeah, and I, I don't and know. I know I, that from bitter experience too. I'm just yeah. I, I, pre- I pre- obviously I prefer the more traditional one for sparkles or. Again, if you're looking for low alcohol options, you've got your Moscatos, you've got your Prosecco. Mm. So when I say fizzy, it doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, your, sh- your, your traditional champagne varieties. You God, know? I love and Prosecco in that regard, in the fact that sure. you can get these crisp, delicious sort of apple, pear sort of qualities in it. And yes, you can drink more of it because it is a little bit less alcohol than champagne. Exactly right. And mm. uh, I think that because the, the last couple of um, segments that we've done together, we've been focusing on the agricultural headaches that the entire state's been going through. Yes, and what inflorescence I, means. Oh, yes. <laughs> but the, we Thank know you. that the uh, agriculture across the board has been sort of, it's been knocked pretty severely. So yes. Yes. I reckon you can, you can do all those things, your fizz, your white, your pink, your red, and your fortified wines. You can cover all bases on that without leaving Victoria. So I'd sort of put it out there to the listeners. If you're going to put something on the table this uh, this Christmas, mm. and it's within your means, go go get parochial. Support support your Victorian crew because you can do very very well across all five five areas without leaving the state. Yeah, and I agree. And you know, it's it's funny that I think for a lot of us, you are preaching to the converted because it is kind of. That is the way that we, most of us, I think, drink. Okay, so a few of us might drink some Italian varietals every now and then. But, do we ever. Oh, <laughs> do we ever. Hello. But, you know, we're not, I don't think I would look for a Hunter Valley Semillon, for instance, at Dan's. I think Matt's sort of doing a little bit of a vague nodding, going, yeah, I think you're speaking truth. But um, we don't drink a lot of Barossa wines here i think mainly we sort of look towards the valley we look towards mornington um we look towards heathcote for our shirazes and of course the glorious king valley for our proseccos proseccos in your italian varietals that's a really really good call so for for your um for your sparkling if you want to start there you know you can be looking around the yarra valley around mornington lots of producers good Mm. good stuff around there uh Mm. and don't forget to go west blue pyrenees do Mm. some really good stuff so you can get some sparkling reds out there if that floats your boat 
there's a really there's some excellent um, examples there. And you're right. I mean, we are blessed with the you know all over Victoria because there's such a, a, a vast array of topography yeah. around Victoria. Can you I? Know, you, yeah, I, look, I agree. I just I just want to pause here for a little bit because you're a little bit like. Um, you know, a rock and roll journalist, you know, talking about, you know, great albums around the place and stuff like that. And yet, you know, you're a singer-songwriter yourself in that in re- regard, and I thought it would be remiss without saying, what about something that came from the hands of Duncan Buchanan? What about uh, plug well, a couple of your ones? Well, yeah, okay. I'm Go on. happy to sell there. So I've got a couple of 21s out at the moment. I've got a 21, 2021 Prosimo Chardonnay. Prosimo. Mon- Prosimo. Okay, yeah. Um, That's Chardonnay pretty expensive, is- isn't it? Ah, oh, 30 bucks, 35 bucks. Oh, that's all right. Okay, it's not because yeah. you guys, yeah, okay, so that's good. good. And uh, I've got a 21, uh, a 21 Pinot Noir out as well, which is about 40 bucks mark. So if you want to have a look where you can you know, stock it, so that, go to prosimo.com.au Prosimo. for all your prosimo needs. For all your prosimo um, needs. Yeah, great. And, uh, so yep. Let's see what you've got there. Oh, my God. Yes. So you can, you've got all the whites there, all the all the reds, you know, your pinots, you're blessed. That, that 100K circle around Melbourne yes. takes in some of the best pinot regions we've got. You've got Mornington, Yarra, mm. Macedon, Geelong. Take your pick. You've got an absolute, yeah, there's just a plethora Boom. of pinots to have there. Boom. Head west, you've got Shiraz. North into Heathcote, you've got Shiraz. And, of course, yeah. if you want fortified, Brother go to Rosebud. Yes, they've got setting... gobsmackingly old vines up there. It's, yeah, that's a phenomenal region to put right. yourself in. Okay, buddy. Well, um, we wish you a very, very uh, happy days. And, uh, back at you, gang. Merry Christmas, listeners. Thank you. And, um, and thanks for all of your wine advice over the year. Look forward to... Seeing you next year, and I can rubbish Riesling once again and say, oh, Why would you even plant that stuff? You, me, car park now, Smith. Yeah. Go Merry Christmas outside. to you and your Thank there you, is. Duncan. There he is, uh, Duncan Buchanan. Yes. Um, always great to have a chat with him, and uh, we could say he's like, you know, one of the, the Triple R family that uh, a lot of you people get to listen to on a Sunday afternoon. Mm. Uh, familiar voice. Speaking of familiar voice, uh, this is our last show for the year, Cam. But you're not going away. Ah, uh, no way, mate. No, I'm I'm returning. We're um, you're going down the peninsula, down the beach yak. Well, no, to the it's sort of more of a, like an island, and uh, mm. we're gonna gonna get the straw broom and mm-hmm. brush out the sand. Hopefully, there's no cyclones that have been through. <laughs> Dust off the magic esky. Yeah, um, I think Tim Thorpe's going to join me on the island. Yeah. as we await the croissant barge to come around <laughs> and work out what we're drinking and just have some good tunes. But Matt, thank you for the year. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you, listeners. Hi, this is Cam Smith, and you've been listening to the podcast of Triple R's Eat It, a weekly radio show about food and drink, broadcast live on Triple R from Melbourne, Australia, every Sunday. Hope you enjoyed the podcast, and feel free to get in touch with us via the Triple R website. 